Hurricane Alice was also known as. It is still the only known Atlantic hurricane name to come up two calendar years in a row, and actually, to make it even more rare, it is also one of only two named Atlantic tropical cyclones to do that as well. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History, now in its second year from the Weather Network in Canada. Since 1950, there have been 37 named storms in November, which equates to about one every other year. And the standouts of these we have covered on this podcast. But this was in January on this day in weather history. Alice of 1955 was the first tropical storm ever recorded officially during a cold season in the Caribbean Atlantic. It was the 12th tropical cyclone and the 8th hurricane of the 1954 Atlantic hurricane season after developing on December 30th, remember, still 1954, from an upper-level low in the central Atlantic Ocean in an area of unusually favorable conditions. Again, for this time of year, while it continued drifting west-southwestward, it would gradually develop warm core properties. And then during the afternoon of New Year's Day, 1955, Alice reached hurricane strength. The next day, January 2nd, this day in weather history, the storm passed over the Leeward Islands, causing considerable damage. The unique but troubling issue here is that the formation of storms of this type in the Atlantic Ocean in winter is so infrequent that everyone in its path was caught completely off guard. In a later summary of this storm, Alice of 1955 was a comparatively small storm considering its hurricane status. At only 150 kilometers per hour, its maximum sustained winds barely reached that of hurricane intensity. It also had a smaller overall diameter, wasn't nearly as big. It actually resembled what one would observe at either the very beginning or the very end of an annual hurricane season. It's either it's a wannabe or it's a has-been. <laughs> so for this to happen at all, this far from the norm for a season, its formation must have been the result of a coincidence of favorable circumstances that just don't normally add up or happen this way. Welcome to year two of this podcast. Right now, you're listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider, but there's also the daily podcast video short. They're shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective, but oftentimes they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. Alice did, however, still produce heavy rainfall and, coupled with its moderately strong winds across several islands along its path, Saba and Anguilla were affected the most, with total damage amounting to 623,519.55 USD. And now... Here's the plot twist. There already was an earlier hurricane named Alice in the season. How exactly did that happen? It was paperwork. (laughs) For 1955, we did not have the same instant access to data and communication we would have in the years that followed. This 1955 Alice was not looking like it was going to make hurricane status, and it was not declared a hurricane until January 2nd. It received the name Alice in early 1955, however, looking back over the data that went back into 1954, thus extending its track to the previous year. And this resulted in two tropical cyclones of the same name in one season. The good news still, I must stress this, is that it was small and did damage, but isolated damage. The even worse news is that 
Through the advancement of technology, we are able to go back deeper in time to reanalyze weather systems from the past. And by doing this, it has been determined that there actually have been storms and even hurricanes that likely lived in the midwinter years ago. But there's no mistaking that this was a wake-up call. If this can happen in 1955, then it can happen again. That's the bad news. The climate is changing. And we knew it back then, on this day, in weather history. Hey, do you like the podcast? We'd love to hear from you. If you have an idea, go right now to wherever you're listening to me and rate us, if you would, please. It's on a five-star system, and we would love as many stars as you can afford. So rate us, but then also review us. This way, we can always stay on top of how you'd like to see the show evolve. Then remember to subscribe to this podcast. Click the subscribe or follow button right there on the very same podcast homepage you're listening on. You'll be immediately reminded that the next day is ready to listen to, and you also have access to every episode in the archives. It dates back to June 1st of 2020, so there is a lot that we got to get caught up on on this day in weather history. Tomorrow is January 3rd, and we will be heading back into space. It was on January 3rd of 2004 when the Mars Exploration Rover Spirit landed on Mars. This would start a whole new era of space exploration for the human race. So here's what I want y'all to do for me. Think of a story in weather history that you'd like to hear and maybe even see on the podcast. It doesn't matter where in the world you are. We are one world, one people, one story. And I'd love to tell that story. Heck, it doesn't even have to be on Earth for that matter because tomorrow, for crying out loud, we're going to Mars on this day in weather history with me, your host, Chris May.